Welcome, my friends. This is your host, Mark Metri. I'm really excited to dive in headfirst on a topic that, you know, I think doesn't get mentioned too often, but I think the times when it does get mentioned, it's not very clear. It's very confusing. And my friends, I'm talking about shame. And so for me, the way that I think about shame, and I kind of lay this out in my book, Screw Being Shy, is I think shame is sort of this gateway drug that is a ticking time bomb, okay? And let me explain to you guys what I mean. Before I explain to you guys what I mean, you know, I got to give some quick announcements. But, you know, for me, one of the biggest things that I've learned, guys, is that it's one thing to listen to a podcast. It's one thing to read an article or even to read a book. But like what happens after the podcast? What happens after the book? And I, you know me, I always try to give you guys as much value as I possibly can in like these 10, 15, 20 minute episodes. But changing your life, changing your mental health, changing your social anxiety it requires a lot of effort. It requires you to do things step by step, day by day, habit by habit. And in between, things can get confusing. In between, you can lose your motivation. In between, you can not know what to do next. And so I've spent the last couple years creating this very affordable online course that will help you day by day, week by week. It's 45 days, it's nine weeks teach you the skills in the easiest way possible and literally show you step by step, day by day, what exactly to do to rewire your mind, kick anxiety and social anxiety out. If that's of interest, check the link below. It's markmetry.com slash program. And if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to me anytime. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the episode. So one of the byproducts of facing social anxiety for your entire life is hiding everything about everything from everyone, okay? And personally for me, when I look back at my own life, I didn't tell anybody what I was doing. I was trying to hide the good and the bad from everyone. But the worst part about that is like hiding from your friends and your family, the the internet, social media, and the world because you feel like you're not good enough to share is terrible. And on top of that, when you have social anxiety, when the, one of the reasons why you don't share and you just like to keep things to yourself is that you're afraid that somehow people are gonna take what you say and then give you their opinions, this, you know, instill doubts in you. And so for us, we hide and we hold everything as a secret as a defense mechanism to not let the world in and just avoid that potential fear from happening. And for me, I was hiding my social anxiety. I was hiding that I literally couldn't talk to people without my mind trying to kill me. And when you live a life like that, it's very, 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 very um, debilitating to say the least. And the worst part about that, guys, is that what I learned is when you hide things from other people, most of the times you're actually hiding it from yourself too. And so, you know, let me know if this sounds like a familiar scenario. You're going about life and then all of a sudden something happens in life that you don't know how to handle. Maybe you were told that you should never do this or people who do this go to hell or they're bad people, but then you do it or something happens to you 
that you feel very ashamed about. And so what happens is you either tell someone about it or you take it and you throw it to the back of your mind and lock it in a black box of shame. Uh, And what happens is if you tell someone about it, unfortunately, most people, even adults, are actually doing the same thing. And so, for example, like, it's very common, unfortunately, that not just females, also males, but I think more females uh, face any kind of sexual abuse, sexual assault when they're young. It's very, very sad. And what often happens in most of these cases is they tell their parents about it. They tell their mom, they tell whoever, and the parent who probably had the same exact thing happen to them when they were younger basically tells them that, oh, nothing wrong happened and basically just keep this as a secret and don't tell anybody and dismiss it. And so whether you tell someone and they dismiss it or they make you hold it as a secret or you don't tell anybody and you just throw it in the back of your mind into a big black box of like, hey, I'm never going to talk to anybody about this. This is how shame happens because while doing that may be effective in the short term, a lot of the times what happens is you find that like, hey, 10 years later pass and then the same issue that you thought you hid is actually now maybe controlling your behavior in an indirect or direct way that seems like it's a totally separate environment, okay? And so what I've learned, guys, is that trying to hide everything in your life creates the ultimate breeding ground for shame to build up. And living a a hidden shameful life often leads someone to having no confidence, uh, a bad self-esteem, and in turn developing poor mental health and bad unhealthy habits. Um, So I can give you guys an example. So there's many, 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 many different examples in my life. Uh, I'm sure same as you where I shamed myself, someone else shamed me, and I just didn't tell anybody about it. Uh, For example, for me, um, you know, I grew up in a like a a very, very Christian household. Um, You know, I still consider myself religious and Christian. I have no problem against that religion whatsoever uh, at all. But one of the things that I was told when I would go to church is I would be told like, hey, if you have sex before you married, if you do drugs, you're going to hell and you're going to go like hang out with the devil and you're going to burn in hell for the rest of your life. And the unfortunate reality is that when you're told that every single week and it gets stored into your mind, what happens is you're a human, you're going to mess up, you're going to make mistakes. If you make one of these sins, if you sin, you, in your mind, because of false beliefs that were taught to you, you are not labeled as a sinner. And so you would rather hide from that reality and just go to church every Sunday or just go hang out with your parents like nothing happened. But in your head, you're like, I'm never going to tell them because I don't want them to think of me as a sinner because I don't want to go to hell and burn for the rest of my life. So that for me was a huge, huge thing that I look back at and I'm like, wow, uh, I really wish I could go back in time and like tell the little version of myself at church of like, hey, 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 little buddy, God is going to love you no matter what. Just because someone, an adult, uh, some sort of authority figure told you that doesn't mean they're right. And I really wish I could have learned that because that was a huge contribution to why 
I hid from the world and I didn't share and therefore shame was allowed to build up. And so what do you do about this, right? So obviously I'm not saying that you should like go and scream on the top of your balcony and say everything about your life to the whole world. Um, But if I could scream one thing to, you know, to the rooftop, so to speak, it would be you should share your insecurities and your fears appropriately. And the reason why is because this, when you um, share, the more and more that you share, this like big, bad, dark, scary monster under your bed, it loses more and more power and controls your behavior less and your thoughts less the more you share. And the reality is, is that a lot of us, when we start thinking about this fear, we start thinking about the shame, it's a huge problem because we haven't addressed it for so long, right? And what happens is fear then comes in and it obscures and distorts this whole problem in our mind and actually makes it much worse than what it is. And so what I'm saying is that if you can take a flashlight of truth, so to speak, and you go under your bed and you shine it under your, you know, big, bad, scary monster, what you may realize is that, oh, that's that's not even a monster at all. That was actually a dust bunny that literally uh, was was sort of looked the, looking like a shadow across the wall when I shine the light incorrectly. And so what happens is this this sort of dust bunny, which is really a by a glitchy byproduct of fear, sort of emerges and controls our entire mind. And what's another side effect of this, unfortunately, is, like looking back when I lived most of my life with anxiety and social anxiety and depression, I had no energy. I would come home from school every day and I'd just go to sleep. And one of the reasons why I had no energy was because I was constantly trying to hide about the world from my anxiety and how I think I'm so weird or messed up because everyone else seems better And that drains you. That takes a lot out of you. That's not a physiologically stable state of mind for your nervous system to be in. And like always remembering to remember lies and hiding things about yourself from certain people is so mentally exhausting. And there's this quote from Mark Twain that says, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. And that's such a powerful quote because... I believe that most of our problems are are not actually about the problems. And and let me let me tell you what I mean. I believe that our problems problem is shame, not the problem itself. Okay? And so what an example of this is like you have social anxiety. So what do you do? You try to hide your social anxiety from the world. You try not to be that shy person or that awkward person. And what happens is in, inside of you this inherently builds shame. That feeling of being shameful is the emotion that is actually stopping you from one day getting up and saying, hey, screw this. I'm going to expose my social anxiety for what it is and take the steps to manage it properly. Shame is the, uh, is the defender against you changing. 
And that's really what I'm trying to get at here and why I even made this episode. And this is the thing, guys, like we all have skeletons in our closet. We all do. But whether it remains an inanimate, just skeleton sitting there, or it becomes a lively animated monster that's trying to rip you apart is based on how much light that you can shed onto that darkness. And on top of that, when you are shameful about your own life and your behaviors, you will actually display that message literally on the outer skin of your body the same way that Pinocchio's nose grows each time he tells a lie in the Disney movie. And so what's going to happen is that your body is going to act as if everyone knows that big bad thing that you did 10 years ago. And in turn, what's going to happen is every time you're with someone that has nothing to do with this shame, that has nothing to do with this event, you will never be sure about who you are in front of other people. And what will happen is that you will live your life without confidence about your very sense of character and your integrity and the worst part about all this i know i've said that a lot the worst part there's a lot of worst parts unfortunately the worst part about shame is that if it goes unaddressed it seeps into the identity of how you think about yourself which then determines your level of self-esteem your level of confidence and your day-to-day behavior that you don't even think about that's happening at a subconscious level And this is what happens, guys. Shame, it builds up again and again and again and again and again until it's addressed and it lives and grows in the background of your unprocessed mind, the things that you haven't processed or the things that you don't want to process. And so what do you do about this, right? Like, what do you do now that you know this information? Feel free to re-listen to this podcast episode. But I'm going to give you guys a very quick, simple exercise that I've done that works wonders for me. And, you know, in my online course, I go a lot more detail into this. And as well as my audiobook, I do as well. So what's the exercise? So what you want to do is you want to give yourself space and time. And you want to write down all the events and the things that you did back in your past that you feel shameful about that you would never tell anybody. And it's important to realize that you need courage to write these things down. You need courage to write down what you've never written down before. It's going to be very, very scary at first, but you have to anticipate um, you have to anticipate that feeling. And so what happens is like you it may take you a while, but write these things down on a list and you want to gain clarity over this list. You want to figure out like what happened. And it may take you a few days or a few weeks or even months to truly remember what happened in your past. And then you want to vividly forgive your younger self. You want to imagine your younger self and you want to forgive him or her for what they did when they were in survival mode, when they were just trying to figure things out, when they didn't really have a lot of support. And on top of that, if there are any events where you... Uh, that involved other people, you want to actually personally contact those other people and apologize to them if they were impacted. So for me, like I had to, when I did this, it took me a while. I didn't do this right away. I had to actually go to my parents and tell them like, hey, mom and dad, you remember that thing? Yeah, well, actually I did this. Actually, I did that. And actually I lied to you here. And that may be very daunting, but 
keep trying to do this. If you guys are interested in learning more about this, feel free to contact me. I'm happy to expand on it more in like a private message or another follow-up episode. Um, as always, feel free to review this podcast on Apple. Uh, it really helps the show grow. And thank you guys so much for listening. This has been your host, Mark Metry, and I hope this was helpful. Mm-hmm.